0: Count money, man. Stack riches. riches.
1: Try try and told told him I'm a beast, bud. What's up, gang? Welcome back to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day, and we're going to be talking about being grateful for the work that you get to do. I get to versus I got to. And so mindset, perspective is everything. It all starts in our minds. So first off, let's understand that tons of people, give their lives just to come to this country like the the things the basic things that we take for granted even those that are in rough situations you know in in our in our country all around us in other countries and other third world countries like i've had friends of mine that have made it to this country and went through a 10-year process to become a citizen and i've heard them say Like in one generation here, what they've been able to do or what they've been able to provide for their children would have taken three generations for them to be able to be in that type of a situation. So what that means is last time I checked, I think a generation is like 40 years. So basically what they were saying to me is by me coming to America here versus where I was, I'm able to make an impact now, not only on my own life, but I'm watching my daughters, I'm watching my children right now live a life that otherwise would have never been possible. It would have taken them to do it, their kids to do it, their kids' kids to do it for a hundred years in order to make change in that bloodline. The things that we can accomplish here in one generation is, is so rare, we're so blessed to be in the United States of America. And so what I wanted to share with you is I've been going back to the fundamentals, back to the basics. And one of my favorite fundamental books for your mind is As a Man Thinketh, James Allen. And one of the things in that book that I pulled out that I'm gonna be living on all the next year. So you guys are gonna be hearing me going over this over and over again with my team and and, and with others. And this is the part of the book that, that I pulled out for notes that I wanted to talk about. It says, do you see a poor man out of work? He wants to work hard and can't get it. The thing is in the past, he had plenty of work and fantasized about how great it would be to not have to work hard. Have you ever heard the term, be careful what you wish for? If if you're busy, and work is hard but you're getting work and doing well maybe a better mindset uh mindset shift is i get to work hard i get i get to do these things so let me look up and and see if if uh if in my phone i could find this exact um excerpt that i wanted to read to you guys in my in my notes all right so i found here's exactly what it read in my morning reading so do, do you see a poor man out of work? He wants to work hard and can't get it. He tries hard and continues to fail. Where is the justice? They just can't catch a break. The thing is, there was a time in his condition that he had plenty of work, and he felt burdened with it. He thought how delightful it would be to not have to work hard. His desire for ease is now gratified. Built up by his past thoughts, key, past thoughts. There was a time in his life when he had plenty of work. He did not appreciate the blessedness of his lot. His desire for ease is now gratified. But the fruit for which he longed, which he thought would taste so sweet, has now turned to ashes in his mouth. Compelled to remain until the lesson learned. Now his present desire for work will bring results. Over time, it will pass away. If over time he wants it more than all else, he will get an opportunity again and then understand cause and effect. If he then works hard, he will continue to and he will prosper. So basically what this is saying is be careful what you wish for in a sense of if, if while you have an opportunity to do something special, You have an opportunity to to work hard. You get to work hard. How many people wish they were in your shoes from other other countries, other situations? How many people wish they could? Instead of being grateful for it, sometimes people are saying, man, I wish I didn't have to work so hard. And they complain about the work so hard, thinking about, I just wish I could just be easy and take it easy. And then from the fruit of their thoughts, they get that. And realize now that they wish that they had what they had before because what hard work provided for that person was opportunities and, and success and their bills being paid and all those other things. And, and so I think what we got to do is we got to appreciate the opportunity that we have to grind. If, if there's something in front of you right now, and you're pushing to do understand to do something great to go to the next level. It's not gonna happen by easy work. It's not gonna happen by simple things. No obstacles, no adversity. To get to the next level, you always hear stories of how much people had to sacrifice, how many obstacles they had to go through, how many adversities that they had to go through. Everybody likes to listen to those stories and watch those movies until it's time to be in your own movie. Well, we're all in our own movie right now. Nobody's coming to save you. And so to to want a lot, to create a lot, you must be prepared to work a lot, be prepared to sacrifice a lot. There may not be as much balance as you want in the beginning of building the life that you want or building the things that it is that you that you want. The job may, be, may require you to get out of balance for a moment in order to have more of that down the road. And the example that I give to people is like, look, if, if you put 200,000 in, Dollars, and you get ten percent. Seven years later, that money's going to be four hundred thousand. Seven years later, after that, it's going to be eight hundred thousand. Seven years later, after that, it's going to be one point six million. And so, from 200, 000, 20 years later, from that sacrifice, you're sitting on one point six million. It's the same thing. But how much did you have to sacrifice to get to two hundred thousand to invest the two hundred thousand? And so it's up front how much do you got to put in to building whatever it is that you're building to get your the example it's not 200,000 it's just an example to get your 200,000 how much do you have to put into that to where 10 years from today 20 years from today you're in the situation that most people wish that they would have been in, but they didn't want to put the sacrifices in. Because the bigger the goal, the bigger the dream, the harder it gets. Like in NFL football season, after the NFL football season, the next year, the best team's schedule gets harder. So it's one thing to win it once, but you don't see a lot of teams repeat because everybody starts filling themselves. Everybody starts putting themselves on their back. But to be consistently great is to be consistently challenged, to be consistently putting in the work. People take too long after one victory and they don't understand that the test of greatness and the hallmark of excellence is consistency. It's not how good can you do in January. It's not how well can you do in July. It's how well can you do for 12 months straight of commitment, sacrifice, and focus. Sometimes people have a victory and instead of building the momentum from that victory, they celebrate too long. So if I'm, a, if I'm an NFL football team and we had a big win on Sunday, How long is it appropriate to celebrate that win if we expect to be an NFL caliber Super Bowl winning team? How long? I think that night we got to go to bed and wake up the next day and get ready to get back to work at least 24 hours. If If we're a college football team, we just got done with the season and we made the playoffs. It was a grind. It was 10, 11, 12 games. How long is appropriate to celebrate? You don't rest in the middle of the job, you rest when the job gets done. We can't be taken so long after a victory that you kill your momentum in the spirit of being grateful. I had another one that I wanted to end on and give you guys that that, that you'll hear a lot of me talking about also. Most people see only the apparent effect. They say how lucky he was, how chance aids him at every turn not having any idea how many sacrifices, trials, failures, struggles that these men and women have voluntarily encountered to gain their experience. They have no knowledge of the sacrifices they have made, of the undaunted efforts that they put forth, of the faith that they have exercised, that they might overcome the apparently insurmountable odds, and that they may realize the vision of their heart. They do not see the darkness and the heartaches. They only see the light and the joy, and they call it luck. They do not see the long and arduous journey, but only behold the pleasant goal and call it good fortune. They do not understand the process, but only perceive the result and call it chance. In all human affairs, there are efforts, and there are results, and the strength of the effort is the measure of the result. Chance is not, also by James Allen. And what that's saying is when they, when you see somebody standing in greatness, when you see somebody that is where you want to be, when you see somebody that, that is a place that you want to be, you, people see the great things about it the house they live in, the vacations they have, the balance that they have, the family they have, the car that they drive, the clothes that they wear, the situation they have, the time, the schedule, the freedom, the flexibility, all those things, but they don't weigh into it the pain, the suffering, the grind, the obstacles, the setbacks, the stress, all the things that a person had to go through in order to get there on your journey. And I'm telling you, here's my advice to you, stop feeling bad for yourself in the process. If it was supposed to be fun, they would just call it fun and not the process. It's called the process for a reason. It's a grind. It separates the weak. It separates the pretenders from the contenders, just as consistency does. How many teams do you see they can be great for a game? They could be great for a a week. They could be great for a season. But how many dynasties are built on consistency? Getting right back to work. I'm telling people, don't feel bad for yourself. Don't feel bad for yourself when you're working hard, when you got to get up early, when you got to put in long hours, when you got to make some sacrifices, when you got to do, don't feel bad because when you make it, nobody feels bad for you. Nobody feels bad for you when you're in first class. Nobody feels bad for you when you're driving a nice car. Nobody feels bad for you when you help your parents out. Nobody feels bad for you when you buy a new house. Nobody feels bad for you when you take a nice vacation. They all look at you and say, oh, you lucky, stuck up, snooty snob. Nobody's gonna pull you over on the side when they see you and say, come here, baby. Come give me a hug. I know how much pain you went through how much suffering you went through, how much heartbreak you went through, how many sacrifices that you made, how many early mornings, how many late nights, how many conversations you had to have with yourself, how many people backstabbed you. I feel so bad for you because I knew, I know what it takes in order for you to sit in first class. Nobody's gonna do that. Nobody's gonna feel bad for you. You'll get the opposite, you'll get envy, you'll get hate, you'll get jealousy. So you better stop feeling bad for yourself in the process. It costs what it costs. You get what you get and you don't get upset. That's what the kid, that, That's what they tell the kids in, in school. The teacher tells the kids when they hand them all out their gifts. When you get your obstacles and your adversity, you get what you get and you don't get upset. It's just part of the game. It's just part of the process. It's how much can you take and keep going? How much can you handle and keep, and keep moving forward and keep pushing forward? Do you think all the people that you see that you look up to that changed the game in whatever industry, do you think all of them never had to get through anything or do you think you're the only one, just you? just you had a setback, just you had a failure, just you got backstabbed, just you are tired, just you got the flu, just you got a headache, just you had your right-hand person quit on you, just you had a bunch of people post some hateful things about you that ain't true on social media. Do you think it's just you? Or do you understand that it's part of the game and you need to embrace the process, embrace the journey in respect to where you're headed in your destiny and understand it just comes with the territory and what's on the line is you changing generations of people's lives right now, and you're not alone. There's a bunch of people with you out here on the grind, on the hustle. Keep pushing, keep moving forward. Thank you guys for joining us on another episode of the Grindcast. Share it with somebody else, uh, somebody else if it, if it impacted you in any way. Uh, and as always, thank you sincerely for your time. We'll see you next time. Let's get it. <laughs>